Shandelbaracha says softly. She had never asked him for a thing. And yet, Tamar breaks in. Not before he finishes his smicha, Rebetzin. Isaac startles at this. Tamar is right to protect him, of course. As soon as he completes his rabbinic ordination, he'll qualify for jobs, real ones. A rabbi in the army, a jail chaplain. That could support a family. His work as a haberdasher on the Lower East Side had been a disappointment, a distraction that had lasted nearly twenty years, outfitting men with the right socks, hats, jackets, and suits. Useful work. Dignified work, he supposed. But there were other Isaacs in the world to man the haberdashery, not him. He's forty-two now and finally getting on track with his life. Tamar could even quit her job as a fundraiser. He doesn't need any diversions now. Still, how can he say no to the Rebetzin? She and Rebbe Yehuda took him in when he got off the plane burnt out. An oismensch, not quite a person, with his mother recently dead. Schindelbrucha practically made his match with Tamar. He throws his wife a maybe-we-can-manage-this look, and she signals back, you decide, followed by a shrug. A few days at the courtyard won't set me back, he says finally to the Rebetzin. Schindelbrucha's plump cheeks crinkle with gratitude. After she leaves, Isaac pokes around the chillin's stew. Schindelbrucha's hardly aged, he comments. Tamar doesn't reply but she is clearly brooding. What? He peers at her over his glasses. I said it wasn't a good idea, and you just, she makes a face, steamrolled me. He stares. I thought, from your expression, you were saying, do what you want. You misread me. A red comma of hair slips out from her headscarf, and she tucks it back under. You have a job right now. She looks at him across the table. Finishing your smicha. I told you I could handle it, he says with an edge. He's not used to being admonished by someone twelve, thirteen years younger than himself, even if she is his wife. And he winces, hating sounding like his own father, even to himself. That was his father's way. Decisions imposed, barking out orders. You're right, he amends. I should have consulted with you first, he ducks his head in apology. Should I cancel my offer? She thinks a moment. Nah. Then she says without rancor, as if stating simple facts. Anyway, you love her. Love? Come now. He feels affection for the Rebetzin and endless gratitude. That's all. But maybe it's true. Around the Rebetzin he feels less like an orphan. Just a few days, he says, as though resigned. But his heart rises like a kite at the thought of returning to the courtyard. Isaac stares out the bus window at the early morning traffic, whizzing by. His stomach growls under his suit jacket. He hasn't eaten breakfast. He knows Schindelbrocha will have prepared something just like she used to when he boarded in their home. The news bleeps from the radio at the front of the bus. Arafat rejects Prime Minister Barak's offer to make East Jerusalem capital of a future Palestinian state. Government subsidies on bread have been cut. Madonna is coming to visit Israel. As the headlines skitter past with no mention of Molotov cocktails, knifings, or suicide bombings, the whole bus seems to exhale in relief. Another day of existence granted to the Jewish state. At the light, the bus driver, a thick-lipped man, Barks, 
Who made that stink on my bus? Isaac glances up. The driver raises his voice. Who let out that fart on my bus? And the one before? Isaac blushes at these crude words. Though, come to think of it, he sniffs the air. The bus does have a telltale pungent smell. He turns to see the one responsible for this civic transgression. Come on, the driver shouts, banging on his steering wheel. Admit the truth. Who keeps farting on my bus? Was it you? He points to a soldier. Are you? Pointing now at a pink-cheeked matron in a blonde wig. Just then, Isaac spies a Hasidic teenage boy standing a few feet from the driver. The kid is cringing, his neck reddening under his black hat. It's the boy. Of course it's him. The driver's hand pauses in midair in the direction of the Hasidic boy when Isaac calls out, It was me! And everyone on the bus...